Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Our favorite thing to do on a Thursday, it's catch up with our good friend of the show. He's Mr. Brian Backo of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Batman, how we doing on this chilly, overcast afternoon in western Pennsylvania? <laughs> and I'm good. It's, uh, it's it's been a, a busier than expected week for for Steelers news, or at least yesterday. So it's it's nice to get a little bit of activity going, just to to break from the draft talk a bit. No, I agree. And you know what? Let's 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 ask Mister Backo what we were just kicking around there, Mozi, yes. during the break. Um, in the light of you know, I and mean, we'll get to Vince Williams and some some draft questions for you here too, as there is some Steelers news. But the big thing today. Brian is, uh, of course, the the Pine Richland football coach being fired. And Moats and I were just kind of like, I don't know if laughing is, is the right term for it. Maybe like shaking our heads is more accurate. Like only in Pittsburgh can a high school football coach dominate every show. It doesn't matter if it's TV, radio, anywhere you turn today. They're talking about Pine Richland and high school football. It just it feels like a a very Yinzer thing to me, Brian. And I don't, it's just weird. Like I. And I know you have experience covering high school sports, so that's why I'd be interested to get your take on it. But like, no. I, I just can't imagine trying to, you know, like get sources out of this story. That's got to be difficult. To be honest, I, I actually haven't listened uh, to any sports radio here in Pittsburgh today. I've been hard at work for some Post Gazette stuff, but I'll, ah. I'll tell you this much, guys: I, uh, I did cover high school sports and high school football for the Post Gazette for. Uh, a couple years, I covered Eric Kasparovich a lot because, you know, when you're writing about games at that level, you usually cover the best teams, and he often had them at Pine Richland. And I'll say this much, you know, you, you mentioned that it's, it's almost getting more coverage than you would think, but I really enjoyed uh, all of my interactions and dealings with, with the Pine Richland, the former Pine Richland coach now, Eric Kasparovich. And part of that is because the way he runs that program, fellas, I mean, it's, it's almost like a college program. I mean, they have a ton of information, a ton of coaches. You know, they, I don't think they have a PR staff, but, you know, he himself did a great job of always getting back to me as a reporter. And as such, you know, it, it resulted in a lot of good publicity for his, his players and his assistants. Man, tell them come see uh, South Fed if they want any problems. That's how I feel about that. <laughs> You know, I mean, Joe Rossi does an incredible job with, I mean, you know, you get some of these older, gruff high school coaches. Yeah, very your, true. Your renters, your, your Terry Totten's at Central, and they're good guys, but they don't, you know, they're not on Twitter. They're not out there doing <laughs> the social media thing. And that really does help these kids and these players who want to be college prospects when you're, you're getting your name out there. Like, last time I talked to Eric Kasparovich, for instance, from Pine Richland, he was like, designing these like photo not photo shoots but like graphics for for his coaching staff like that's hmm. not something you normally get at the high school level so i hope that uh nothing nothing foul went on here i guess and in, in that you know hopefully he's just a good guy who for whatever reason got a raw deal and will land on his feet 
Yeah. Yeah. That's... It'll be interesting to see where he lands. Who the or I almost yeah. said who the university, who the high school ends up hiring. Yeah, they are kind of like the, the University of North Allegheny. Everyone around here calls NA the U because uh-huh. they they're similar and you know they're the one yeah. school that has like I a jumbo strong uh-huh. at their high school field. But Pirates was not far behind, and I think a big reason for that was was just how Eric Kasparovich ran the program. Yeah, that's why. Just what just what Brian Backo. That's why Pine Richland and North Allegheny were my two favorite schools to play in hockey. <laughs> little old Mars, we'd come in there and kick their giant butts. Talk about it. I mean, yeah, University of North Allegheny. How many guy? How many alumni do they have pitching for the Pittsburgh Pirates right now? Talk about uh, it. University or, of Pine or, Richland. Or, I don't or, see Neil Walker hosting, out there. Or hosting a show on Steel Nation Radio. <laughs> yeah. Let's not act like ours is uh, is Brentwood or or Northgate High School. Or something. <laughs> There's a ton of. Uh, a, a ton of kids and a ton of moolah moving up into that area. Cash cows. No, let's say the, the Mars that my family moved to in the 90s is much different than the Mars now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it, a bunch of farm kids and West Euler. That's right. Me, Chris Adamski, and Dan Colbert just Jeez. just holding it down, that's baby, it. up there and up there in the farmland of Mars. Uh, you know who is up there, too, is uh, speaking of the Steelers. Uh, Mr. Burt Lawton lives up in, in Mars as well, too. It's Brian Bacco, the most famous Shaler resident here, as we're just giving a, a geography lesson here on Steelers Nation Radio as well, too. Uh, Mr. Bacco, big Steelers news of uh, du jour, if you will, right? Uh, Vince Williams, back in the black and gold. Uh, your initial reaction when you heard the news? I was a little surprised that it happened this quickly. You know, it's funny. I just, in my mailbag last week on postgazette.com, one of the questions I got from a reader was, you know, who's the most likely stealer to to circle back around and, and come home again? And, and I took that as an opportunity to do a quick ranking. Hmm. Uh, of, at that point, of all the guys who were, were still out there in unrestricted free agency. So I put, well, well, I put Steve Nelson last because, you know, that's not even like, they didn't just let him walk. They, they actively uh, cut him from the team. So I don't think that's going to be a reunion that's in the works, even though he, he hasn't totally, uh, you know, gone guns blazing out of town. But I put him last. I put James Conner second to last. And, and we saw that, uh, you know, I was right about that. I think both sides needed to change. But I had Al Villanueva, too. And I had Vince Williams atop the list. And, yes, like Steven Nelson, they did, you know, terminate his contract, which is always a, a rough way to put it. But, you know, th- there was just so much equity built up for both sides over the years. Nine seasons, a great story. For him to be a sixth rounder and make it a, a great story for the Steelers, because anytime you get that out of a, a late round pick, you're patting yourself on the back. So I, I really thought that it could happen. I just thought it would be one of those deals where maybe closer to the season, uh, if they're still looking for a linebacker and he's still looking for a team. Uh, so it, it surprised me that it happened this soon. Oh man, I like that. But um, what does the return events mean for Robert Spillane now? Because mm-hmm. that was somebody that we saw get brought back as well this off season. I don't want to say that it's Robert Spillane insurance because, you know, I think Vince is is too good to get that kind of label. And Mm -hmm. and I'm not sure even Robert Spillane has earned that, but I do still think that Spillane's going to get that, that first snap next to Devin Bush in the starting. Spicy. I mean, he was moving that way last season anyway, to begin with. So uh, it's, it's a good thing for the depth, and you know I, I think it lessens the need going into the draft, which is kind of always the recipe that the Steelers look for. You know they they want to you know bolster the roster and to the point that they don't have any obvious glaring holes 
Uh, and right now, I, I don't know that you can say that about anywhere up and down the depth chart. Well, <laughs> sticking with that then, I would agree with you except for running back position. I mean, isn't there still obviously one there? I think that's the biggest hole. But, I mean, if, if you're sitting there as the Steelers and, you know, you, you want to say that, you know, we, we don't – we don't have to have any obvious needs going into the draft. And you can say, you know, Benny Snell played well for us at times. Kalen Balaj is a guy with NFL experience. So, I mean, I think we can all pretty much surmise that uh, that's the, the place they need an upgrade. But uh, as you sit there and look at it on paper, it's, it's not like there's a, a place where they just don't have any bodies, right? I mean, mm-hmm. tight end mm-hmm. might be one, but Eric Ebron is, is a pretty clear starter. So uh, center is another one. But, hey, B.J. Finney is, and J.C. Hassenauer have some – some recent NFL starting experience, and they've done it in Pittsburgh. So uh, that's that's nice for them that, that Vince is, is coming back for, for one year, maybe one last go around. And, you know, he did play well at times yeah. last season. I think if you pick your spots with him and how you use them, uh, he can still help you in that defense. Yeah, and I definitely agree with that. Now, uh, I think this was about a week ago, we saw some rumblings where you know, speculation was started about Avery Williamson potentially returning mm. as well. He's another guy that's still on the market right now. Do you see a scenario where he could still be uh, coming back? Not at this point. And, and honestly, like, can we just ever figure out as a – I don't want to say as a, 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 you know, fan base that follows the Steelers or a, a media contingent that follows the Steelers, but, like, how about just as a, a society that sometimes when someone puts on their social media or their Instagram, <laughs> would have to read – so much into it remember last year when like you know your Steelers blogs of the world were convinced that Cam Sutton uh requested a trade yes some you know random Instagram post turns out you know he was in it for the long haul he's coming back next year let alone (laughs) out last year so uh just because Avery Williamson put more to come on Instagram and he's in a Steelers jersey I what do you want him to do? Post a picture of himself shirtless, <laughs> or or in a Jets uniform? Like I don't know. <laughs> the Steelers. If there's more to come in his NFL career, then like, you know, what else say or or post as a photo? I mean, come on. Let's we got to stop you know doing this and writing headlines every time a guy puts something that has five percent of a. No, don't stop it. Keep it going. Keep it going, baby. Keep it going. It makes Reckless our life easy. We love it. Keep speculating. Okay. <laughs> You know, Vince Williams himself uh, tweeted the streets were calling, and next thing you know, a day later, he was released. So, yeah, maybe, maybe it's more than 5% of the time. This <laughs> stuff. Uh, at this point, you know, to, to get it back to the X's and O's, honestly, guys, that I don't really see a place for, for Avery Williamson. And if you look at it from, from Avery's perspective, why do you want to come back here? Where Now there's Devin Bush, there's Rob Spillane, who played over you in the playoff game anyway, and there's a, a 10-year vet. In Vince Williams, what are you going to do here? Whew. A lot of questions always to chew on with our buddy Brian Backo. He covers the Steelers for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, joining us just about every single week here on SNR. Mr. Backo, most surprising to you that they're going to be a Pittsburgh Steeler this season, is it Vince Williams, Juju Smith-Schuster, or Tyson Alu-Alu? You know, if I would have told you a couple months ago all three of those guys would be back in the black and gold, which one would have been most surprising? Juju. Juju, hands down. I, I just didn't – I didn't see that coming, honestly. I, I really didn't. I mean, it just seemed that the things with the Steel, not, not necessarily the Steelers and Juju, but, like, just with him, there were weird vibes last season with, you know, the teammates having to answer questions about 
TikTok, and it, it did become <laughs> a distraction, whether you agree with it or you don't. And, like, even him, I don't think he expected to, to be back with some – if you follow some of the, the tea leaves of what he was saying in interviews and things of that nature. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that one took so many moving parts because it also required – Juju wanting to come back. It, it obviously required the Steelers wanting him back, and it required the other 31 teams not really being interested in giving him what he thought he was going to be worth on the open market. So I am, frankly, still floored by that. Um, it, it's Hey, we'll, we'll see if it works out for them. And at, at that price point, at least in 2020, uh, it, it's really hard to, to quibble with that from yeah. the Steelers' mm-hmm. side. So uh, Tyson Alualu, I mean, that was strange how it all went down, but I did know that uh, that he's he's got a nice little uh, a nice little estate. So maybe even in Mars, uh, as we're talking about <laughs> fighting planets. Uh, but I know his kids play football for the U, and uh, you know he's he's built his life here. He's got his whole family here, so uh, wasn't too surprised that, that he had a change of heart. And going back to that office side of the ball, I know you were talking about Juju a little bit earlier before you had talked about the big dog Tyson Alualu, but um. We saw also that Josh Dobbs is coming back into the coming back into the fold um, in that quarterback room. So just you know, share your thoughts on him, man. What do you think that means for that quarterback room and ultimately the depth behind Ben? Yeah, that's another one that kind of surprises me, honestly, just because you know I, I was a little bit more bullish on the chances of Dwayne Haskins sticking around than some others, and perhaps he still will. Maybe Dobbs is you know just going to kind of be that that camp arm, and, and it's good to create some competition, especially for. Uh, a job as important as backup quarterback. We, we saw how just important it was uh, a couple seasons ago, and you know, I'm sure there was some regret around uh, uh, the UPMC Rooney complex that, that Dobbs was out of there and Duck Hodges had to, to be the next man up. But uh, it's it's going to be good, I think, for, uh, for Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins, and I think it's good for Ben uh, because, you know, we saw a couple times last year and we heard Ben praise Josh Dobbs for some of his insight in game. So if he does make it back onto the roster, doesn't hurt to have his eyes and ears uh, on the sideline with you. And, uh, you know, it's uh, another case of probably, you know, maybe the other 31 teams didn't really have their eye on bringing in Josh Dobbs or anything. Hmm. Mr. Backo, last uh, individual that I would like to pick your brain on would be one James Conner off across the coast, literally across the country to Arizona, to Pittsburgh West, as we like to call it, as so many Steelers, including the ones sitting across the table from me right now, have done in the past. This is is good for James Conner, right, Uh, Brian? I mean, Moats and I discussed this a little bit on Tuesday. Wow. It can be cliched with when some, you know, it's more than football, it's more than baseball, it's more than hockey, whatever. That was that was real with James Conner. Uh, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people, both here in Western Pennsylvania, across the state, across the country, and the world, inspired by his story. But sometimes too, right? Just a clean slate, getting away from all that, you know, just the the charity, you know, trying to to pull him in different directions, and I'm sure stuff with Pitt and UPMC, right? And while that's all good stuff and stuff that he was happy to do, I think a fresh start and one again that's literally across the country. He can clear his mind. He cannot have as many people in his ear and trying to pull him in different directions and just focus on football. I think it's a good landing spot for James Conner. What say you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I really can't. I mean, I'm looking through depth charts right now. I, I don't know that I can even think of a better landing spot for him. And uh, not only because, you know, yes, you, the, the sunny Arizona. Anyone who has uh, has followed you know, James 
Instagram knows he likes to live it up in the sun. He even said that at his press conference that he, he likes traveling. You know, those are his vibes out there on the West Coast, and, and I think that's uh, that's very much true for him. But from a football perspective, yes, they, they've got their number one guy in Chase Edmonds, but, you know, Chase Edmonds isn't, uh, you know, he's not Alvin Kamara. He's, he's not Christian McCaffrey. He's a guy that, you know, they're, they're curious and eager to see down there in Arizona how he's going to do as the lead dog. And, and maybe you, you really can compete with him if you're James. And there's also, it's kind of a nice thing that Edmonds is there because there's not too much pressure. It's not like he's going to a team like the Jets where, you know, they need their bell cow and their workhorse. And, and I don't even think that's really the right spot for James or the right role for James at, at this point. I, I think if, if he can be a rotational back who isn't, you know, deterred by going in there and running hard, uh, then, then that's kind of ideal for him. And, and it's a team that I think is, is going to be pretty darn good, too, next year as long as Kyler Murray takes that next step. So there, there's been all this chatter about, yeah, eight years for James playing in Pittsburgh. It's also been four years for James playing with a member of the Watt family, if not two, now he's <laughs> as well with J.J. Yes, indeed. Oh. And, and I will say this, man, um, having been teammates with both Chase and uh, and James, man, I think that they are going to have a nice combo out there. They're very different in terms of their running styles and stature. So, yeah, for James, he's going to have a defined role early on. The biggest thing for him is just health. Just stay yeah, healthy, absolutely. man. If he stays healthy, he'll yeah. be fine out there. Especially in that zone read and what they're going to be doing oh, with Kyler yeah. Murray. Oh, game changer. <laughs> yeah, he's never got to play with a quarterback like that where, you know, maybe you can get some more some more spread running and mm-hmm. uh, and that can potentially help him be more effective as well. And, and honestly, guys, like I don't know if the Steel- – I, I think the Steelers probably want a fresh start and an overhaul of their running game too. But I, sure. I don't think James really wanted to be back here. I, I think, you know, it, it kind of got to him the last couple of years, the injuries and – you know, he wouldn't say it, but I, I think the criticism maybe wore on him a little bit, just to be honest. And uh, I think this really will be uh, a breath of fresh air for him to go out west. I think that's well said by Mr. Backo. Yes, indeed. Now, Mr. Backo, I got one last one. Vince is back in the saddle. Dobbs is here as well. Does this change the Steelers' approach at all for the draft? I think it it changes probably the – consideration to maybe look at an inside linebacker. I don't know that now you need to go in and try to find one of those thumpers in the late rounds. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was still thinking that maybe there would be a chance that uh, that they would even want to go high on an inside linebacker to pair with Devin Bush. But I think now that you have the combo of Spillane and Vince Williams, uh, you can probably put that off uh, another year if you want to. And it gives you a chance to get a full season to evaluate Rob Spillane. And as far as quarterback goes, I, I never thought they were going to pick one this year. And uh, I thought it would be kind of a waste to, to even use a low-round pick on one. So, yeah, having Dobbs back in the fold, uh, I think that position is, is basically set now until September. All right, Mr. Backo, last one I've got for you. Of course, if you – yeah, you've heard me reference it, everybody listening right now, but Mr. Backo covers the Steelers for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. One thing he's been doing this offseason – is like, you know, a, a sit-down, right? A Steelers sit-down, if you will. Q&As with some Steelers. I saw you had a chance to catch up with Zach Banner, and he compared Ben Roethlisberger to Adam Sandler. <laughs> so, Mr. Ba- Mr. Ba- uh, he is. Zach Banner's the absolute best. Um, I think my wife would leave me for him in a second, but that's a completely <laughs> different story for, for another time. Uh, Brian, how, then, is Ben Roethlisberger like Adam Sandler? I got to know. Well, Zach was comparing their basketball games, and I think the main reason he did that was 
his only evidence of Ben playing basketball to go off of was when he played against Shaq like 13 years ago. <laughs> that Shaq versus show, show yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it was. Shaq versus various pro athletes, and like that was that was young Ben. That was like coming off a of second Super Bowl win, Ben. So he had the big shorts yep. on, like you could barely see his ankles between his shorts and his, his <laughs> backward short and That's the swag, baby. Come yeah, on, back, no? <laughs> back then but i think banner is saying you know that looks like an adam sandler basketball kind of outfit although i have read that uh that adam sandler actually has some games so uh you know maybe don't underestimate mm-hmm. uh, adam sandler driving the lane and kicking out the bench spotting up for three i think they could do some damage okay wait real quick mr backo because i know you are a big basketball guy are you a golf are you a fan of golf dude i, I honestly i'm on the fence i go back and forth between whether I want to like really get into golf and start like going to the driving range every day, or if I want to just swear off the sport for life, because <laughs> you know, where, I'm almost that's where I am too. At it, I never play. So like, do I even want to go down that road? So, uh, so I think I know what the answer to this question would be, but where I was going with that was, would Brian Backo rather play a pickup game with Adam Sandler or play a round of golf with Adam Sandler? Uh, oh, I'm a hundred percent going pickup hoops. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that would be really fun. I, I just like playing pickup basketball in general. You get to know a lot about. Oh, I know you do. Are you trying to rope me in at training camp a couple times? I gotta get on the court. Gotta get on the court. my ankles out there. It's a lot of fun to, to mix it up, and I just I'm not good enough at golf that that would be fun. I mean, I guess you'd you'd spend more time. With spend that more time, yeah. All day, it's like a four hour endeavor. But yeah. maybe my answer will change in a couple years. Hopefully, I can still. Uh, get up and down the basketball court for another decade or so before I have to get into full golf mode. Well, here's what we need to do. The three of us, all right, Brian Backo, mm-hmm. uh, Arthur Motes, and myself, we need to get old Jerry Dulac to Uh-oh. take us, you know, we'll have him take us somewhere nice and take out there on the golf, golf. course. I, I could top golf you to death. <laughs> that's, right that, down, that's right around the corner from your house. You know, I, I'm a top golf guy because I don't have to walk and find my ball when I miss it or if it's a bad swing. It's climate control. You know, it is. I'm always in the oh, shade. Like, when I first started on the Steelers beat, I remember Jerry asked me if I golfed, and I answered honestly and said, no, but imagine, like, you know, we could have this great, you know, going out, hitting the links every weekend kind of relationship. Yeah. Could be yeah. All these fancy courses that he plays. So that that's, like, again, why I said at the, the beginning of the question, like, I wish I was good at it. I wish I was into golf because it is a, a great way to spend a Saturday and, and hang out and bond with people, but, like, I just I can't get there. I play like once a year, and so of course I'm god awful at it. <laughs> I'm about to say I, I, some people tell me oh, I play 18 holes. It's gonna take me like 12 hours. It's like man, I don't want to be out here that long. <laughs> I don't enjoy anything that long. <laughs> like I'm good. Like can I go home, please? <laughs> Brian Backo always kind enough to lend us way too much of his time. We always keep him for too long, buddy. We appreciate you again. Make sure you're checking out his work in the PG. Follow him on Twitter at Brian Backo. Our guest every Thursday never does cap. Thank you, buddy. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. See you, gentlemen. There he is, our buddy Brian Backo of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. I've heard, Motes, again. Legend has it. Because I'm not letting them catch me slipping. I've, con- I've confessed to you before. I-, I can't hoop, all right? There are certain things I can do and I can't do. Hooping is one of them. Jeez. Okay? That's I- like, that's, I, have, I love. I-, I have the wherewithal. And you know, too, like, I love basketball. Oh. And don't get me wrong. <laughs> I like to go out there and mess around with my buddies and have yeah. a good time. But when it's like training camp in Latrobe, right? Uh-huh. And you got Mr. You got Mr. ESPN, Jeremy Fowler. You got Mr. College Basketball. You know, I played at, at Pitt 
Johnstown or Greensburg, whatever one he went to, whatever pit branch campus he went to. Dale Lawley, Mr. College Basketball, Jeremy Fowl. You got Brian Backo. I that didn't was know Dale played college basketball. At, at like Pitt Johnstown or Pitt Greensburg, yeah, but yeah. I didn't know that. No, that's, that's his you know what's funny. I don't is, care where he went. Yeah, like you played collegially. Yeah, yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Uh Dale is a football guy. I mean, he's covered right, the Steelers right. for as long as I've been alive, but baseball and basketball were his sports growing up. That's dope. He was a good baseball and basketball player, I've been told. I like that. Um you know, so you get him, you get Jeremy Fowler, you get Brian Back. I mean, these guys are they're pretty serious out there, Mozi. All right? So they're not going to catch me slipping. Now, oh, if they want to come see me out on that frozen lake in the middle of February, then that's a different story. I'll give them these Ooh. hands. Ooh. I'll give them these hands out Ooh. there on that out there talk, on the ice. Talk greasy to them then. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. What is Mozi, what is the one is there is there anything like physical activity wise that you would not want to do in in front of other people? Like, cause it's play basketball. For me. Uh, I mean, probably would be hockey, just yeah, because like, like I've never done it. Yeah. Like I can, can, you, skate. can you skate, I can skate, yeah. But like, is there between skating and hockey and skating? Hockey. Yeah. Like, yes, yes, yeah. I ain't yeah. about to lie to you. Be like, oh yeah, I could, I could, no, 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 no. But you so, know how to, like, you could put on a pair of skates, yeah, and go down skate, to PPG yeah, and skate around the Christmas tree. Absolutely, skate good enough to, hey, you want me? I can hold your hand and we can do it together. I even go backwards. Like, I got that because I, I used to roll the blade. So it was like the concepts are similar, just the footing is a little bit different sure, because sure, of the sure. blade versus the wheel. But, yeah, for me, it would probably be hockey. Like, I'm soccer. I played that multiple years growing up in high school. Like, I'm cool with that. Basketball, I'm, you're going to be looking at me like, yo, man, why are you playing? Like, you, you, you're too, you doing too much. You need to go sit down somewhere. Like, I'm that guy. I want to get buckets. I want to talk nasty to you and everything. And I'm going to play defense. I just like that energy. <sighs> yeah. There's an, yeah, baseball. I mean, I've done those too. The little baseball tournaments, softball charity events and stuff. Like, yeah. It's not too much from an athletic standpoint that I'm going to shy away from. Now, if it's like. Golf? I mean. Golf, uh, sure. But I don't really care because, like, my energy when I go out there is like. You're just having fun. Y'all know I suck. Yeah. They said you're supposed to go to golf to enjoy your beverage and golf. I go to enjoy my beverage. Yes. And I get my steps in. Yes. I just count my steps. Like, all right, how many steps do I take today? All right, drink another. A lot, lot of steps. Ste- you know it's, what I mean? It's like, good, like, it's good for the steps. It's a good balance right there. I, you know what I like doing? Um, I like playing tennis. Mm, so, okay. So wifey played tennis in high school. That was her, that was her sport. I did not know that. So, so like, we a lot of times, it'll be, a, you know, not the last couple months during right, winter, right. obviously, but during the spring, during the summer, it'll be a Saturday morning or something. We'll have nothing going on. And we'll be like, you want to go to the courts? What? And we'll go, we'll go play a little tennis. Like, I, I did I, not know that. I really enjoy playing tennis. Are you good? Like, good uh, enough? For, for, you know what I'm for somebody who never played a lick right, right. of organized tennis in my life, I can I can hang in there and I can volley back and forth. Okay. And, yeah. That's funny. My mom, man, she, like, loved tennis growing up. Really? She played it, like, all through so did her my, young so years. So did my dad. Yeah. So I think that's part of why when we would we would always go on vacation to Hilton Head. Okay, like, yeah. That was, like, our, mm-hmm. our spot in South Carolina. And, the like, the, the place that we always stayed, right, yeah. had – clay tennis courts mm, so my dad and i would always take yeah. tennis rackets down to it and you know those clay tennis yeah. courts like you could slide all oh, over yeah. the place oh, and, yeah. it, and it's a lot of fun so yeah always oh yeah like i like telling these stories yes, and kicking indeed, around these man. stories but yeah uh you know mozi i might have to get you out there on i know the i know i'm with you on the tennis court yeah well i was talking basketball court in latrobe oh i got you on the basketball court the latrobe the, part the, we're yeah, going, we're yeah. Going, yeah that's 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 the part we gotta work on I need my Sydney out there on the basketball court. Can, I mean, if I, I'm going to be can, Billy out there, I need listen, Sydney out there. I'll do Latrobe, but can I stay in the hotel? I just don't want to oh, stay in the dorm. Listen, touch that's, him. That's my yeah, touch, thing. Touch and Wolf don't stay in the dorms. See, I'm always under the impression that I got to go back to the dorms. The, the 
last time I've been out there, not for an event, but like me having to stay out there, I had to stay in the dorms. I, I just it instantly brought back PTSD. I started sweating. I get in my room and wifey's like, "Are you alright?" I'm like, "No, I need no. Pedialyte." <laughs> Why? I don't know. Cause I do that when I'm in this room in Latrobe. I drink Pedialyte. <laughs> so yeah, man. Now it, you know Country Wolf. They get put up at like you know the, the, but, but the, they, hall, the hotel VIP, down the though. street. They're VIP. And so are you? Not yet. In my personal record book, you are. How about that? Well, that means a lot to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> Last break of the show. On the other side, two things. One, we will get to your tweets. So last chance to get them in, knuckleheads, at Wesley Euler at the body 52. Duh. Body. We will also give you our big board of offensive linemen as we are exactly two weeks away from the first round of the NFL draft getting underway. Get a big boy some love. In Cleveland, Ohio. We're going to give some the big boys some love. We'll also get to your tweets on the other side. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler at Steelers Blitz on SNR.